0: The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Quote Good today, morning and eight, welcome eight, eight, to two, six, America's eight, Web Radio. Four, seven, eight, please, and it's time, please, time for com/awr. a bite Drive of your, reality. And what does that mean? That means... We've got Mr. Rhyme Time himself Cocked and ready to fire And Good um, morning There he is Up We're up We're up already I Biden hasn't found this yet We're using and VPNs and CPNs and all kinds of other things That's So, without any further ado Let's get Bite of Reality you're listening to With Mark the Shark And once again favorite part of the show at the beginning it's rhyme time it's the time of the week where we puzzle about the economy and its leak it's not often we mention the economy twice in a row but we have to point out while biden has taken a victory lap that the deep recession is about to show the biden war machine has kept its media friends very quiet almost the same procedures they did during the summer riot. Nothing to see here, Biden said. I'll take my victory lap, even though the economy is beginning to look dead. Doesn't matter if thousands at companies get laid off. Can we still blame this on Trump, he asked. Oh, look over there. There's a football kickoff. There's nothing to see here, said the media troglodytes. If you can't see it, it doesn't exist. They had another scholar, who writes they migrated to government and that is how the stench smells the median and justice have now all gone to hell we cannot continue as the world can see if our own government cannot be candid and can and do lie to us daily this is not the party of the tea from the DOJ we see no justice here the questions we should be asking is can we continue to, from our government, live in fear? If you're a parent at a school board meeting today, who doth protest? Expect a visit from the FBI, some surveillance, and at their offices, you might be an unwilling guest. This is certainly requires an investigation and even a more detailed explanation. We must and we should not fear the government we elected, It certainly appears that this government is fully infected. It's obvious, has their brains... uh, It's obviously, has affected their brains and their heads leak when it begins to rain. When people fear the government and the federal agents who are supposed to seek the truth, if they are not on we the people's side, we know that we have seen the proof. So who started to make certain that our society is unraveled. We used to take the road to capitalism. Now, the one rarely traveled. It's every week that nothing's changing and that the things government is doing is making no sense. Not even the window dressings are rearranging. And now discovered last night on the Ingram Annal from Fox News that Senator Warren, a Cherokee she thought, gave the scripted answers and questions during the hearings before them the sec and now she got caught she lied throughout her career and there's no limit apparently that she has yet the democrats bark and complain that the republicans have santos but from warren now we hear some of the best razzmatazz but the commercials from the upcoming elections are gonna be a hysterical i predict it's the policies of the elected that on america the pain they inflict. There seems in Washington nothing important to do and as things keep falling apart in America everything continues to be askew. But not one of them seems to understand the connection. It seems that none of them are interested in changing the stupidity and making a serious course correction. For a nation that spends tens of money on education as a nation, we're getting dumber and America is is getting more from this Only frustration. Think about it. When you go to the market to buy some food, it's now pretty clear to me that food prices have become unglued. I went to the market to buy just a few for dinner pieces. And when I checked out, you might think that lettuce was now an endangered species. The cost of food is very dependent on the cost of fuel. But who can you expect to figure this out? Our president, who from his chin... Wipes drool. No, I say, we better get back Kudlow, who knew what to do. And get this guy out of office quickly. And his crew, too. Get your news from CNN or MSNBC? You better get your popcorn and learn that the rules are for you and not our elected thee. Divide and separate our nation so we fight amongst ourselves. They're lefty policies, but American values stuffed on the back shelves. With this White House, we have no clear path to success anymore. And it's most apparent we can't even close our southern border door. How can we continue to flounder around like this? The administration is completely lost and incompetent. We're falling down hard and heading into the abyss. It seems the talking heads, though elected to solve things here, have done absolutely nothing. What they do to solve anything is completely completely unclear now on to our current events that occurred this week Ukraine thinks it's getting tanks to fight the Russian invasion we can't get our shipping lines fixed good luck Ukraine depending on us to get anything our mechanisms are quite our mechanisms are quite weak Biden changed cost just a year too late and wants to send to Ukraine 31 tanks better make sure to print more money America as we are breaking our military and our banks. So how can we be sending our most technologically advanced weapons, the technology we are sending, captured? It can be disastrous. Haven't we learned anything from Afghanistan? Any lessons? Once again, when I say they can't be this stupid, this government takes it as a personal challenge. And to exceed the amount, now it can't be disputed. $10 per tank. That's a lot of money to pay. This is a dangerous war. It's lethal. A World War battle, a deadly game that we should not play. No one has mentioned that World War Three started one year ago, and yet one year later, we're late in shipping weapons, making a serious commitment to Ukraine. Hey, can this be blamed on Joe? If we are in a war, then let's go all in and try to make this different than Afghanistan and actually try to win. But keeping the war going on an even keel with a slight adventure to Russia makes no sense. It's about time. Ukraine is given the ability to go on the offense. I keep hearing from geniuses in charge that they want Ukraine to just defend. And their death toll keeps rising. What is it at this rate? A scenario with no end. If Ukraine can't win and they just keep this war going, How much money can we spend on this debacle, with America's debt seriously growing? We have sent so many weapons to Ukraine, experts say, that if we had to engage in another war at this time, we could not do it. We would all just have to pray. Sometimes things in life really don't make much sense. But with this administration, with them each and every day, the lack of intellect is immense. But somehow, thinking that 31 Abrams tanks from the U.S. with 50 Bradley vehicles will do the trick? Not to mention a bunch more from other countries. But late again, this move is way late. And it is not very slick. Three mass shootings, unfortunately, take place in more than just a week. Again, riling up the lefty base, the gun control maniacs. But remember, it's the gun that's the problem. Unless it's a cop. Behind the gun that they seek Then the lie changes And it's not the gun at all At least let their lies be consistent So we can determine Where the pendulum must fall For those of you who are confused Just a point of information that you need Criminals don't stop using their guns Because a statute was passed Before they shoot you And make you bleed Criminals don't care How many laws that you pass But you can think they do But it's just your dream, and you will continue to be a jackass. The solution here is not to take guns away from law-abiding citizens. They have them legally, and your wish are way too far for your wacky ambitions. Gun violence is not the guns' fault themselves. It's crazy people who use them. Guns don't shoot people from their cases on the shelves. But recognizing that fact will be hard for the left to swallow, If the sane conclusion is the wacky people that do bad things, a solution for everyone would be easier to follow. Simply talking about gun violence and trying to be sensitive to a kid's PC views got a teacher shot by a six-year-old. The school and its administrators missed and ignored all the cues. So this week ends with a sad note from our Democrat-run cities. The streets are more dangerous and nothing is actually being done despite all their committees. Seems that the world keeps getting crazier and is all twisted up. It's time to make accountability and consequences front and center and our society's time to clean up. So as Rhyme Time comes to this week to a close, we cover some good news topics again, and I hope you enjoyed my prose. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, it looks like this week we have an abundance again of news stories. I intended to start off with our World Global Association of the Ukrainian Putin War, and because people accused me this last week of not being global enough. So let me get out my little globe. But before we do that, we're going to head right over to Memphis, Tennessee. We're flying into Memphis right now, and here's what we find. This is a serious story. I know I make light of some of the things on the air, but this is a serious story. This is the story of a Tyree Nichols, 29-year-old, who got stopped on January 7th at approximately 8.30 p.m. Three days later, this guy is dead. Now, it appears that, and again, because nothing has been put out there enough for me to make a conclusion because, as you all know, I'm an attorney and I like evidence. I like to see things for myself. A lot of times we see these videos and you see police out of control. Absolutely, there are bad police and police will tell you the first. They will be the first guys there to tell you that was a bad cop. That wasn't procedure. That is not a police officer. They're the first guys to tell you that despite the media hype. But this gentleman apparently was stopped for allegedly reckless driving. And again, we have not seen the video. And five former police officers are now charged with second-degree murder. But what's interesting here is nobody was yelling racism right away. Now, you can guess what my next statement is going to be. The five officers were african American. For they were the same race as the gentleman who was allegedly beat up and subsequently died. Now, how long do you think it would have been before they would have been yelling racism had these been white officers? So my first question is, why is this not a racist attack? Is black-on-black crime not racist? So maybe someone... We'll explain that later on, I guess, as we see further on as the video comes out. But my point being is that they're expecting a video of the body cam release and some of the cameras from the lights that traffic lights apparently and some of the street lights in Memphis, Tennessee actually have cameras in them. So you're going to see body cam, traffic cams, and I'm gathering some dashboard cam, although it wasn't clear. But that's what I would guess. So tonight at 6 p.m. So what do you think the reaction of people in this country are going to be? So now all of the cities, I understand, are preparing for riots to follow. Someone needs to explain this to me. Maybe one of you rioters can call into the station so you can explain it to me. If you're upset with something that happened, why would you go burn down your own neighborhood? Why would you loot your own stores? Or is that just an excuse for you to do bad behavior? Because there's a huge difference between rioting and protesting. I've never been in either one of them, so I can't tell you personally, but I can tell you lots of videos that I have viewed. And rioting is absolutely different. Absolutely 100%. Rioting serves no purpose. And in fact, you denigrate the point that you are trying to make in public. When you go out and you burn down a city like they did the other day in Atlanta, what you do is you take everything that you tried to do from those messages that you were sending and you destroy it. And all you do is make it about violence. And for those imbeciles on CNN... Violence can be against both property and people. So that knucklehead that they put on, that that dude, (laughs) the independent journalist that they claimed, what did they dig this guy up? They put him on television and said, he said, I didn't see any violence except for the violence against people who were being arrested by the police. Okay, this is the type of rhetoric that they put on the air that gets people upset that gets people PO'd and it really takes a toll on our society remember I talked about the unraveling of society and they keep pulling on the little threads well that's what they're doing so if you listen to those idiots at CNN there's no violence this reminds me of that guy Velshi who was standing in front of a burning block in Atlanta and saying it's it's a mostly peaceful protest as the entire block is on fire I mean, listen, folks. I'm not telling you to believe your lion eyes, but Belshi as a truth serum—forget about it. That's that's almost as good as getting Brian Stelter up there. You know the. the uh, let's see. He would be the truth finder, right? Yes. If he was a compass, he'd be lost in going in circles. So, what are they expecting in the cities? Are they expecting peaceful protests? No. What are they expecting? Riots. Because this is what happens when you let riots occur. It happens again and again. Remember, as a parent, when you had your children and you let them get away with something, remember they used to say, give them an inch and they'll take a foot? It's the exact same mob mentality. If you let them bust up things, if you let them break things, if you let them throw rocks and burn down buildings and cars, and throw Molotov cocktails and fireworks at people. Well, that's not violence. You bet it is. It's absolutely violence. And the problem in this country is we better start recognizing and clamping down at it. Yes, I want to be an authoritarian state when it comes to violence. Because violence begets violence. Those of you who don't think so, just look at the progression from the BLM riots all the way up till today. We let the BLM riots go free. And, in fact, Kamala Harris was raising money to get them out of jail. No one was held accountable. No one was held anything. There was nothing, no consequences. And that's what you get. So what you do is what you get. What is it, so shall you you reap? Yeah, because that's the way this works in America. If you can't get your act together, America, then just let us go, okay? Because right now this society is in trouble. Now, the second thing I'm going to get into from here is why is it that we would expect the riots? That's the real key to the whole message here. You know, why is it that we accept a riot as a response to something that goes wrong? And there's a huge difference, as I said, between a protest and a riot. But these news media outlets turn around and tell you, that that's not violence, that's okay, that's just people being angry. Okay, well, I can stand here and I can be angry, but I'm not going to go out and burn down my neighbor's house because I'm angry. Because if I walk out my front door and burn up my neighbor's car, I'm going to be arrested. Rightly so. Because that CNN, MSNBC, that is violence. And when you start not calling it violence you might as well pull another thread and unravel more of America. So this week, interestingly enough, I ran into a Russian website when I was looking for something. And when I was looking for it, it was a Russian website in Russian. And you're going to really love to hear this when I come back right after these brief messages. Stand by. On August 8th, 2022, in violation of the Fourth Amendment, the FBI performed a most egregious search of a former president's home. The Fourth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution provides that the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. The Fourth Amendment originally enforced the notion that each man's home is his castle, secure from unreasonable searches and seizures of property by the government. We must take a stand and take back our country. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. And we're back. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. You know, well, Mark... Right before the break, we were talking about a Russian news website that I fell upon this this week. It was pretty interesting because of, at first it was in Russian. And after a few minutes of trying to read Russian, um, that didn't work out well. So at some point, Google said, hey, dude, I got this for you. And Russ, they said to me, they said, hey, in Russian, actually... English, they said, would you like us to translate this into, and it gives me a choice, and it said, English, and I said, sure, translate that. So now, bingo, the website turns into an American Russian site. Dun, dun, dun. So now I'm looking at all these news stories from the Kremlin, uh, from Putin, from his chairs, from his council on economics, and his war is from his generals. What I found amazing is that every one of these articles, and I'll call them articles for the sense of argument here, was amazingly pro-Russia and that how much Russia was accomplishing. in, And they used the phrase denazifying Ukraine. Now, that's interesting because the president of Ukraine is Jewish. So that's a really interesting twist. But what I really was confounded by, not really confounded, I would say, I would say more of the fact I expected it, but seeing it in print is different. It's completely different than what you really sometimes see. So what happens is I'm looking at it, I'm reading some of the articles, and they're showing pictures. Now, I've recognized some of the pictures of buildings that were, that were I should say, that were buildings that people lived in, residences, apartment buildings. But yet, under the guise of Russian news, they point and they place the fact in these pictures of what the Russian has had done to these apartment buildings, had destroyed them completely, and now you're seeing rubble. You're seeing the before picture and the after picture. And they're telling you in the article that they destroyed a military depot of weapons and military personnel, and it's unknown at the present time how many Ukrainians soldiers were killed or wounded. But every one of the apartment buildings that they seemed to hit was an infrastructure place, was a military depot, uh, was a strategic bombing site to end the war. Well, he calls it a special operation, which I also found interesting never been referred to on that website as a war it was a an incursion a necessary special operation to protect the sovereign borders of russia but it's kind of interesting just running this back for a second and just you know call this my free flowing thoughts today or <laughs> an extended stream of consciousness more than what our bumbling president has it seems that we in the world are more interested in borders But here in America, we don't really seem interested in borders. We seem to be spending billions on securing Ukraine's border. But when we're being invaded by cartels and millions of people, upwards of maybe 20 million people into this country, we're okay with that. that. That, to me, sounded a little funky. I had a little bit of a problem with that. But this Russian website really made me think for a second here. You can actually control your population by the media. Now, I know we talked about that, but we do have some free media in this country. Some of them. Some of them don't lean so far left that if it was a window, they'd be on the ground floor by now. But what I'm saying is, I didn't realize, and intellectually, let me just let me just straighten that out. Intellectually, I realized that you can lead the population by the media. But... Now, in front of me, I see it. I see it as a fact that they are actually manipulating their population by putting out all of these news stories that really from what we see from this side and what we think is proper reporting, and again, I use the word think, because clearly I'm not certain now what reporting is better. Is it the Russian reporting or is the American reporting? Or is it Ukrainian reporting? But what Russia has done is they control the media, just like Biden did here. There's only one or two stations that actually tell the truth, and three now that we have America's News Web Radio. We There's three of us, but we don't have that extended reach of live media coverage on a television station. Not yet. We're working on it. That's why we need more advertisers. So what I'm saying here is this is a real problem. He basically has cocooned his population and let them only see what he wants to give them. And he controls the narrative. Now, why do I bring that up? Why is that important? If the Russian people do not know anything than what they're told by the media, they're not fools, but they're raveling, they're riling up their population to be pro incursion or invasion of Ukraine to protect Russia that's what they're putting out there now in the same vein we are now hearing again from our media the great uniter Joe Biden which is the divider in chief he's now trying to push the fact that America is under attack again who are we under attack again not the 20 million people invading America at the southern border no not the terrorists, not the Afghanistan country that we left $88 billion worth of weaponry in. Not the terrorists. No, but who? The MAGA. Make America great people. You know, Make America great again. Okay. So what Russia media is doing is certainly not right. They're not giving their people the real deal. They're showing them pictures of buildings that were leveled that were apartment buildings. They weren't military depots, but they're telling them they are. They tell them, hey, this is going to do it. For instance, this week, Joe Biden came out and he made this giant press con- conference. Oh, my goodness, we're going to decide, we've decided now to give 51 Abrams tanks, M1, or actually, they may give them M2 Abrams tanks. And that's of a cost of approximately $10 million a tank. That's kind of costly, plus maintenance. These require a lot of maintenance, and interestingly enough, believe it or not, these tanks run on jet fuel. So, are we going to get Russia to sell us jet fuel so we can give that to Ukraine, or are we going to ship jet fuel over there? See, these are the things that no one's talking about. These these supply chain problems. We can't even get baby food on the on the shelves in this country. You you talking about sending thirty one tanks, ten millions of pop, and then you're going to send equipment. Then you're going to sell, or you're going to. We're not selling anything. We're giving it to them. We're sending them also, I believe, fifty Bradley fighting vehicles, and all the equipment needs parts. But as we deplete our supply, first of all, it wasn't that high to begin with. We're depleting our supply of everything. Are we ready for another war? Are we ready for an? An incursion. Okay? Now, if I'm China, I'm sitting out there and I'm saying, watching this very carefully. Now, here's the dumb thing that America does. And I blame the Biden administration. And I blame all the knuckleheads around him and Secretary Austin and all these other idiots who were claiming to run our military. You are not going to deliver, apparently, according to the news here, we are not delivering these tanks for probably another year. Can someone explain to me why these idiots went and told Russia that, hey, in a year we're going to be escalating this war? That's what they told them. And the rest of the world said, yes, we're going to be sending tanks. So are they getting over there now? We don't have them. Are we sending them our old tanks? No, we're sending them our brand new tanks. And here's the best part of this. The technology that are in some of these tanks, according to news reports, is so highly secretive. It is so technologically advanced that if the enemy were to get it, it would be bad news for us. All they have to do is go to Biden's garage. Oh, that's (laughs) parked safely next to his Corvette. This precious Corvette. I am a fellow Corvetti, but I can see this becoming one of the greatest military debacles ever. And what did Russia do this morning? I saw it this morning on the news. lobbing missiles, missiles and drones from the... Guess where the drones are coming from? Iran, our favorite friend. Yeah, go ahead, keep having nuclear talks with Iran instead of knocking them off the map. Good idea. Let's let them give the technology to Russia. Now, Tehran, do they have any amazing tanks? As someone pointed out to me yesterday, did they have any amazing aircraft? Not really, but their drone technology is pretty good. But it's effective drone technology. It doesn't have to be great. It has to be effective. That's something in war that we need to understand. It doesn't have to be top-notch. It has to be effective. And here's here's the problem I'm having in this whole concept. We are sitting in this war, and we are throwing everything into the field, the playing field, And we're letting the other players play. How long is it going to be until we start sending aircraft over there? We're already transferring Ukrainians to America and all over to Germany so that they can get trained on the various weapons we're sending them. And at some point, we're in the war. And this this is where we're going. This is exactly where I think we're headed. This is a major problem. We have already started World War Three. You can tell everybody and you can make any claims you want in the media that, no, this isn't a slippery slope. We're with Ukraine forever until this war ever ends. You know, I just wanted to point out to people, I'm going to mention his name. Get ready. Lefties, please sit down so you won't get hurt. Trump is the only president that has not gotten us into a war. There was no war during his presidency. So you can say everything you want. You can say anything you want about him. But there was no war started under his. Nothing. Nothing at all. Pretty interesting. Why? From a standpoint of strength, you can get a lot done. From a standpoint of drool, you can't do a thing. But that's what we're going through right now. I I saw Biden yesterday. He looks like he's confused as which way to get off the stage. I, I I just don't understand that. I haven't gotten to the point where I can accept that we have a president that can't find his way off a speaking stage. No, and yes, he may have thought the stage was speaking to him, but the stage where he was speaking, for those of you who are going to try to criticize what I say. But one of the next things I wanted to get into this week is, you know, we we have a word in the American language. It's pretty much in every other language I believe. Although, as some people would tell you, I'm an American, and that's all I know. I'm not worldly enough for a globalist. I am certainly not a globalist. To me, if I leave my little town and go into New York City, that's the globalist. That's as far as I need to go globally. Once I've seen New York City, I've seen everything fall apart. I just thought it was funny. So there's a word called accountability. What is accountability? According to Merriam-Webster... An obligational willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. Now, why is accountability interesting? Why is that important? Well, there is a gentleman by the name of Gordon Treadgold, founder and CEO of Leadership Principles. And it was, there was an article that he published in Inc. Seven truths about accountability that you need to know. So what about accountability is important? Well, he said, Accountability starts with you. What does that mean? You're the guy who creates the culture of accountability. Now, let's look at our globalist society in America here. Let's look at our president. How much accountability has Joe Biden taken for his administration's debacles? And if I could point to one, I'd say accountability for any of his successes. I haven't seen any. So, his debacles. Afghanistan, did anyone take responsibility or accountability for that? Was anyone accountable for that? No. Why? There you go. So the second principle that this gentleman has, it says you are accountable. As the leader, you are accountable. You're accountable for your failures. You're accountable for any failures as well as any successes. But if there's no accountability... It's not in the job description. I don't get it. Did it not say you are accountable as the President of the United States? Maybe not. Maybe that was left off. I mean, the other day I saw Kamala Harris. The pursuit of liberty and justice. She just forgot about the little part that said life. So, yeah, she forgot about it. She was at a, um, a pro-life rally, and she just forgot to mention the pursuit of of life, liberty, and happiness. So she just made it liberty and happiness. Hmm. Let's rewrite that one. So you are accountable or are you not? And accountability this is this is excellent. Accountability is not a one time thing. Well that's very interesting. Accountability can be used many times. It's like a credit card. You pull it out until it wears it down. Those people who don't want to be accountable, it says, or held accountable, are always looking for opportunities to get out of it. Of any slips, gaps, gaps, accountability will give them their way out. But they're not accountable, so they don't have that problem. Then it says, principle four is accountability applies to one and all. Well, there you go. You know, if you bring a crew of idiots on board your sailing boat and a sinking ship it is, you're going down. With this crew on board, you are going down. So it says, when you're looking to hold people accountable, you cannot play favorites. Well, does that, does that include check boxes? And then it goes on, principle five, accountability cannot be delegated. Well, we all know what that one means. It's nobody's fault. Either you're, what is it? Remember you used to say the buck stops at the presidency? Right up until he got elected. And it was never his fault. Trump's fault. I inherited this mess. This is an inherited mess. Now it's not my fault. It's Putin's war. It's Putin's price hikes. I have not seen this administration take responsibility or accountability for anything. Nothing. And accountability, this is the sixth principle. Accountability is the difference between success and failure. Well, that one, we are all living through right now. Because when you have an administration that's not accountable for anything, there's no success. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. There is nothing. It just goes down the tubes. And then principle seven, this is my favorite. You have to hold people accountable. Now, maybe the Biden administration needs to get a hold of those principles. And that would be something that they might want to get a hold of and read because this is a real problem. No one's held accountable for anything in this administration. And, in fact, it's spewed out, and you're going to see it again tonight. Unfortunately, the people who are going to go out and riot in the streets and burn things down, they're not accountable. Or why? Because they're angry. And there's the excuse. They're angry for something. So every time you're angry now, you can go down and burn your neighborhood. There you go. Just burn down your neighborhood. No problem at all. But accountability starts at the top. And when you have no accountability at the top, you have the next problem that we have. And the next word that I'd want to get into, reliability. Wow, responsibility. Here we go. So that word, responsibility. And Merriam-Webster says again, the quality or state of being responsible, moral, legal, and mental accountability. Well, I'm pretty sure that the mental accountability portion of this is gone i just I watched Joe Biden the other day as Jill herded him off in a different direction than the press were on Thursday but you have a social responsibility, there you go what is a social responsibility? a commitment to the obligation to the rest of society? wow, that's something interesting so all these people who are going out tonight and are going to burn down their major cities by the way the Democratic cities, I might point out, is going to be a problem. Where's that responsibility for their actions? Now, you can either hold them responsible, and I'll give you a little trinket of information. On Long Island in New York here, we had those BLM riots, when you all remember that, and they were all over the country. And they tried to come out to the island and tried to do this block the roadway stuff. And what did the police do right away? The police got out there in force, and they shut down the protest by pushing the people back up onto the sidewalk. They said, you want to protest? Go ahead, that's your right. You do not have a right to break the law and jam up traffic and hold up the roadways. So when people jumped out into the roadways on Long Island, they were quickly, promptly arrested and hauled away. And you know what was the amazing fact that I saw? within 15-20 minutes everybody was up on the sidewalk protesting they weren't blocking traffic jamming up the island stopping other people, impeding other people infringing on other people's rights they were on the sidewalk where they can legally protest to their heart's desire stay out there all day long do what you want to do on the sidewalk not blocking traffic but get in these major cities did they do that? no they let them go they let them go Now, we have another responsibility factor. We have business responsibility. This has been a big problem with with my, this really gets my goat, where businesses are getting political. I don't think that's an appropriate place for businesses to be. I think businesses have to stay out of the political arena. Because guess what? Half of the American people, are not of the political suasion of the other half. Half of us are liberal, half of us are conservative, and that's the half. We have to understand that. You know, it's like dog people and cat people. You don't put dog people and cat people together. But this is a problem in America. So when these companies get in the middle of things, they're in trouble because they're going to lose half of their clientele. And when they lose half their clientele, guess what? Their business is going to suffer. So we're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back after that. We're going to hit back to the Biden administration. Stand by. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion? on America's Web Radio. Just email gm at com, and we'll get back to you. Thank you. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio, live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Mark the Shark. And you're listening to Bite of Reality. Right before the break we were talking about the word responsibility. I feel like I'm on jeopardy. The word is responsibility. So we also have what's called government or public social responsibility. And that is a commitment by government to its edict of taking care of its citizens, of the well being of the citizens, you know, for to regulate laws, to regulate social justice. And to seek something called justice something what we've gotten away from in this particular administration we now have two tiers of justice as you can tell by everything that goes on every day but what does that do when you have two tiers of justice it tears at the fabric of society again when no one is responsible for anything they do now interesting enough and I'm going to bring it back up again I know you guys hate this but I will look at for a second. I won't dwell on it. The Trump raid at Mar Lago. Look at the way the government handled that situation. And who came running out into the middle of traffic but Joe Biden? It's completely irresponsible to handle documents like that. That is irresponsible. How could someone be so irresponsible? Well, has Joe answered that question now? Has he? Has he answered the question how classified documents got into the garage next to his Corvette that his son used to frequent? Oh, that's right. I forgot. His son was paying him 50000 a month to rent his home there. Hmm. That's a great way to wash money. That and selling art that's worth about $0.30 cents for half a million dollars. That's a pretty good way. And a little bit of diamond trafficking in the midst? Yeah, not bad. But so does our government, now that the Congress that's now barely controlled by the Republicans, beginning to think our government's completely incompetent, doesn't matter who's in charge, they claim to have all these investigations ready to go. And now what's going on? They apparently cannot get any of the documents that they are seeking with respect to the questionable banking practices of one Hunter Biden, with respect to Joe Biden. And this is a problem here. This is government accountability, right? Remember we used to hear all about the oversight of Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff, who, by the way, got his butt kicked off the Intelligence Committee. And I got to tell you, you know, putting putting some of these congressmen and senators on these committees is just pretty funny. I mean, you know, you have Ilhan Omar... Talking about McCarthy being a political hack that's probably almost as funny as asking Eric Swalwell to swear to tell the truth. <laughs> no. but our government is not being accountable to the people who are supposedly actually running this place. We're supposed to be running this place. I know you, you find that funny, but it is true. American Americans are supposed to be running America. You know that's the problem with democracy. They say you can't get everybody to agree. I always hear everybody, nothing gets done in democracy. It's because it's competing interests, and eventually somebody has to compromise and meet you in the middle. You can come to the left, you can come to the right, but the chances are you're going to meet in the middle at some point. So when you don't meet in the middle, nothing gets done. So what do we have now? We have divided government. So what are we forced to do? Well, for the first year, unfortunately, the idiots in Congress and the idiots in Senate led by the turtle, Mitch McConnell there, they gave the Biden administration a free pass for the next year. That was really dumb. You got a new Congress coming in and and you handcuff them to the wall and tell them, yeah, go take a walk. Now that I've handcuffed you to the wall, yeah, go ahead, go take a walk. Well, that's impossible. It's not happening. So they did that on purpose. But the concept is this administration seems to have the word surrender in its brain. And why is it surrender? It seems to be a repeating fact pattern. It's either driven by incompetence or purposeful design of dismantling America. What do I mean by that? Okay, what do I mean by that? As I slur my speech like Joe. Afghanistan. 13 American heroes killed. We surrendered at the southern border to the Mexican cartels. Biden goes to Mexico and comes back empty-handed. Not even discussing fentanyl. We've had a 100,000 deaths from fentanyl. They seized last month <clears throat> enough fentanyl to kill three times the American population. And he's okay with that. This is the divider in chief. He's okay with that. And now his brilliant plan that he came up with is to not do immigration, but to do infiltration and invasion By bringing 30,000 people a month. Flying them right directly to the United States. Ahead of everybody. Let's bring them right in. Forget about going through the regular channels. Forget about going through border security. uh, Customs and border patrol. Forget about all that stuff. That's for fairy dust and cow manure. We either are dumb an American public. We're getting dumber and dumber every day. and, And take that to heart. Or... They just don't care what we think. They just don't care what we think. We spend billions of dollars to, to sit there and watch other people's borders. And we spend billions of dollars in Ukraine to protect their border. Yet our southern border is like a screen door in a submarine. It's not working. It's just not working. You know, the term sovereign means something and it should mean something, and it has to mean something. And everybody says we're a globalist world, we're great. Well, that's great, except here's the problem. We need to have a border. You cannot not have a border and still be a country. Look what's going on in Europe. They have no borders. That's great. So now they got terrorist attacks left, right, and center all over the place. You know, I'm really tired of hearing... At the southern border in our immigration system, I am so tired of hearing by the people and from the people who are the system, who are in charge of the system, that the system's broken. Well, here's a novel idea to our fantastic senators and our congressmen of this amazing country fix it. Why don't you fix it? Instead of all your talking heads yap, 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 yap. All day long I hear yapping from the Republicans, from the Democrats. The same yapping. It's the same thing. But the bottom line is, you guys are the only ones in power to fix it. So why don't you do that? Well, that's a great question. I think maybe sometime, maybe someday we'll have that answered. Maybe in the next administration it'll be answered. But I wanted to jump ahead a little bit here. We have a few more minutes left. And just briefly discuss... What was the, or what is going to be, I should say, because it's going on right now, is going to be the murder trial of the century. I think what you have here is you have Alex Murdow, and I was, you know, he's alleged, because right now he hasn't been convicted of anything. He's apparently a prominent lawyer in South Carolina who was charged with blowing his wife's and his son's head off with a shotgun. Interesting enough in this particular instance there's no direct evidence that he actually committed the crimes the media already has him convicted but since they may or may not be the jury we'll have to see they could work for any of the media these days could go work for Russia because they're very good at maintaining the the state lines of communication whatever the, the word the white house puts out I should call it the word house Whatever the White House puts out is what they follow. The edict from the White House is gospel. It's like the Ten Commandments. They just got them from the White House, here we go. So this Alex Murdo is accused of murdering his wife and son with a shotgun, literally apparently blowing their head off. And this apparently was done with a three hundred blackout rifle. You'll have to tune in to Locked and Loaded on Tuesdays to see what that is. Sure that'll be a topic of discussion. But what I don't find here is any direct evidence that has been released to date so far linking him to those crimes. There's a lot of other things going on here. But the media didn't care. The media went up right away, he's guilty. That's all gone. (laughs) All that, that, that's just a matter of process now because he's guilty. Now, why there's always something that i always ask in these cases any case involving a murder or a serious felony what was the motive what was the motive behind this guy why would this guy want to do that you know they kept saying well he doesn't look upset enough well what is upset enough is upset enough taking a gun and blasting your head off is upset enough crying is upset enough walking around aimless with a blank stare on your face different people react differently folks that's a that's a foregone conclusion. So we're going to wait to see what happens on that. That's going to be very interesting. But I also want to touch with something with uh, Philadelphia. Give a shout out to the 54th Street Gang that apparently stole over a hundred firearms. And a total, let's see, stealing 93 firearms. Montgomery County DA's office said. Out of the 93 stolen guns, they've only recovered 33. For those of you bad in math. That leaves 60 firearms out on the street. Now, here's this violent gang who have done all these robberies, and here's what happens. An Angel Mason was released after she posted 10% of the $5,000 bail. That's 500 bucks. So you steal 100 guns, roughly, and you're out of jail on 500 bucks. This sounds like a great system in Philadelphia, i got to tell you. This is awesome. And then they had the next co-conspirator. There were apparently 11 teenagers and two adults. So the the second adult co-conspirator, he was 40. Now, let me see here. He's 18 years old. Okay. And he's released on $150,000 unsecured. What does that mean? Well, that means it's kind of like the uh, Sam deal. You know, I'm going to put up $20 million, but I don't have $20 million, so I'll just sign here. This sign on the dotted line. It's the invisible money concept, kind of like what we do in the United States. If we don't have it, we just print some more. So now, this Dante Purnell, he's released on $150,000 unsecured. Look at that. He's out. Amazing. So they used kids. And here's back to my beginning of the show. Accountability and responsibility. We're the parents. When are we going to hold people responsible and accountable? We're not. We're not going to hold them accountable or responsible because we don't do that in America. And that's what we've gotten away from. That's where this falls apart. When you're not responsible and you're not accountable, there's no consequences. Where there are no consequences, there's a big problem. That's what society is unraveling right now major unraveling of society and we better get it right because we're about to fall apart completely. So as I dust off my sneakers to take a run after the show, and I do have to dust them off, ask yourself this week, for the things that you do are you being responsible? Well, that brings our show to a conclusion. Thank you for listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Have a great week.